PWP Nation, where wrestling discussion lives. Well, hello there. Dukes, Keith, and Griff here from the Anything But Credible podcast, a.k.a. the ABC Pod. Fellas? Holla. Oh, hello. We're here to let you know that you could be possibly missing out on the best podcast ever created, aside from the Offended podcast, of course, and you don't want to be missing that. Now, what makes us the best? Griff? Uh, yeah. Great. Keith? Uh, exactly. Look, I'll keep it really simple for you. Crazy people, crazy news, crazy theories, crazy uncredible. That's right. We made that word up. Griff, Keith, say something crazy for me. Quarter Russia Royce wants you to believe in Finland. real. Nice. Look, you can find us just about anywhere that you get your podcasts, especially Apple Podcasts. Also, don't forget to hit us up on Facebook at ABC Pod. That's ABC POD. Twitter at underscore ABC Pod and Instagram at ABC Podcast. Check in with us for a new episode every Monday and join the conspiracy to commit stupid. We will see you then and shout out to the offended podcast. Adios. Later, guys. Like you more than a friend. Welcome to the Offended Podcast, presented by PWP Nation. It's your boy, Tricky, alongside Stoutsy. What's up, you fucking marks? What is up? We got a special episode here today. We're counting down the top 20 SummerSlam matches of all time, in our opinion. Yeah, I like our new theme song. So do I. I still like it. I like anything but credible. Shout out to anything but credible. Happy 100 to them. Yeah, I want to apologize oh, you to them. You want to apologize? Okay. Yeah, I've, uh, past month been dealing with a little... Oh, you want to get into your poopiness? I won't get too, I won't get too deep into the poop. But I've been, uh, dealing with a sickness that causes me to use the restroom quite a bit and always confined to a home. And Saturday, I was planning on coming and then, oh, the pooper dam opened and... I actually passed out in the bathroom, and that was not good. I missed this episode. Luckily, I'm on a steroid getting jacked and <laughs> getting healthier. Look so. a real jack, baby. So I just want to apologize to our friends over there. I felt really, you should. really fucking You should bad. apologize. I was angry, very angry with you. Very angry. I'm sorry. It's all right. It's all I right. didn't even. I honestly didn't even hear your phone rings, like calls. It's fucked up, man. I, Fainting, and I got up. And I thought you were dead. I thought you were dead, dude. But then I was like, "Well, he never responds anyway." So you should have uh, heard, like, apparently when I fell in the bathroom, it was just like on the door. My mom's like, "What the hell was that, Jimmy?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Pooped everywhere." No, I, <laughs> no I, I didn't. But it was. So what like, is this? What is this? Disease that you have? It's called ulcerative colitis. Right. Uh, so give, like, them, give them some background. Just let them know yeah, you just it, don't have. Like, it wasn't like I had like the flu. It's uh, it's like an intestinal intestinal uh, disease. It's like similar to Crohn's disease. Um, it can be worse at times. It's basically just like your stomach lining uh, is weak and 
you go through flare-ups where literally everything you eat, you're either throwing it up or it's just Gross. coming out the other end. You're I haven't worked in two weeks because I was like mm-hmm. confined to like being near a restroom. It oh. sucks. It, it really it shitty pun in, no pun intended. I like when you text me back to apologize. I called you a pussy. <laughs> you did. You go, damn dude. I hope you're okay, pussy. I was like, you know, <laughs> I I honestly I felt so bad. Like I woke up in the middle of the night, saw your text, and I was like. Fuck, he is so because I was talking to you like an hour before. Yeah. And I was like, "Hey, dude, like I just ate. Hopefully, like I feel well yeah. and like stuff." And then it was just like, "I'm dead. <laughs> I'm dead. And you're out of a co-host." <laughs> I feel bad, so I apologize to the ABC guys. Uh, it was a great it, episode because you, you were not on it. So I, I'm not gonna say it wasn't a great episode. <laughs> I, uh, I'm gonna say it was a great episode. You probably ruined it somewhat. They're probably like, "This sucks." We. Invited Tricky for Stoutsy. And okay, you Brett Stockman wannabe. Yeah. Well, anyway, you can go follow us on Twitter and Instagram at OffendedPod. Buy a t-shirt at www.prowrestlingtees.com slash offended-podcast. Make sure Hockey Talk's coming back real soon. Hockey Talk's coming back. Yeah, there's been some action going on, so we'll have to, we'll have to get into it. Yeah, we will. Uh, make sure to go follow our Spotify playlist, uh, Offended Presents Songs of the Month. It's updated. It's out. It's out today. It's updated. Go check it out. Songs from last month has been updated, even with the 90s songs. Well, we might have two rounds of 90s music on there. We do. I don't know no, for sure. No, we don't. No, it's just one. Right. One, yeah, one round. You're right. You're one right. round. We just got one round of 90s music on there, but it's still a good round of 90s music. Oh, yeah. Uh, make sure to follow our new Periscope show, Weekly Wrestling Wrap-Up. We just got done with that. Our Sunday Night Heat, we just wrapped that up. <laughs> now it's time for the main show. The A Show, Smackdown. Smackdown. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. but uh, And yes, you're listening to the Offended Podcast. Not Offended, the musical Barstool. Yeah. Uh, ripping us off a little I bit. I think so. I think they are. I mean, they... They sing songs, but we sing the songs that they have done on their show, we have already done on yeah, the show. Without instruments. Without instruments. Which is more We've impressive. a cappella. They're playing piano... So I can't rip on Roan because the dude had a hell of a mixtape. I love Roan. I can't rip on him. And I like Francis, so too. I. But, I mean, they, I, I, I firmly believe they heard us and said, we need that. Yeah. I think so, too. And it's just like... We rocket-strapped him. I, I don't even want to say that. I think, honestly, I'm going to go out now, and I, I'm just going to say I, I, they're phony. Barstool's a bunch of fakes. <laughs> As I'm wearing a Barstool tank top. But <laughs> I just had a Barstool shirt on earlier. No. <laughs> but no, uh, I think it's honestly just a pure coincidence. So do I. Like, um, and obviously, they made a show called Offended because they get so much flack for like all the shit that they do. And they're like, they're making fun of people for it. I'm mm-hmm. like, that that was our idea, too. That's us. That's us. I, maybe they did. Maybe they didn't. Whatever. Uh, I'm not going to go after them, though. You know, no. I'm going to let them stay because, you know what? When people search offended now for them, they're going to see our name pop up, too. So maybe they yeah. check us out because we got a cool little background. That, we do. Your eye goes to that more than the offended one. That's all I got to say. Like, yeah. people click on it, and it has the old school WWF scratch logo. I mean, yep. people are going to be intrigued. I wouldn't be surprised to see our numbers go up <laughs> even more. Well, neither. I wouldn't be surprised if we get called on to do a, a little duet with Maybe them. a crossover? Uh, maybe. Like, uh, maybe uh, not even a duet. They, I don't uh, know if I want that goddamn bitch Francis on this show, though. Bu- <laughs> Ron, you can come on, though. You're cool. Uh, a, what is it? Like a barbershop cart- uh, quartet, quartet? Quartet, yeah. Quartet, there we yeah. go. I almost said cartel. I just got done watching <laughs> El Chapo. <laughs> Ooh, you do. <dude. laughs> but I no. I'm ready to um, sell drugs. 
But okay. I haven't listened to it. Um, I, I listened to one. It's like I saw like a little like clip on like a Snapchat story. Mm-hmm. I was laughing. I was laughing at it. I like both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but what was oh fuck? What was I gonna say? <clears throat> Um, but no, I actually think this might help us more. And, definitely, definitely. And I don't think this is going to be a podcast of theirs that's going to keep going. Like, it seems like it's yeah. very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's like, there's only so much you can do with that. That's right. not going to keep going. Yeah. And so if it's always there, it's going to always be there on like yeah. Spotify and iHeartRadio. So when people search for it, we're going to pop right up with them. So yeah. I'm all for it. Definitely. I'm all for it. You know, we rocket strapped you. Now you're you're gonna rocket strap us. Yeah, definitely back over you. Yeah. Anyway, it's a pretty decent podcast. But, okay, moving on. Let's get in the songs of the week, shall we? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get in the songs of the week. You want to kick it off? You want me to kick it off? What do you want to do? What I'll you kick do? it off. All right, uh, go ahead. kick it off. I'll kick it off. A little death cab for cutie. Son of a bitch. Autumn love. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that was on. I love that song, dude. Mm-hmm. I love that song. I like it. It's just it's ho 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 ho. Just your little death cab for cutie. It's autumn love. I was singing it yesterday to Katie. I was like, ho, 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 ho. <laughs> it's magic. You're a ho for show. He's just got a, such a good voice. He does. It. It's 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 very unique. Well, yeah. They, is this, have they dropped, they released an album yet? Mm-mm. The new one? When's the last Not time yet. they had an album? Uh, probably about three years ago. Okay, I was going to say. It's Three been, or four. It's been a little bit. That's a great album. I don't know how they can top that album. I think I had another Death Cab for Cutie song on last month, possibly. You did. Did I? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's right. You totally did. You know I hate about Spotify? <laughs> I don't hate. But in my own songs, I can't, like, alphabetize them. You know yeah, like, I don't. So like well, you can s- you can on the uh, the desktop version. You can oh, on okay. there. On the phone. Okay, yeah. Because I'll. You know, every time you download a song, it goes to the top of your songs. Mm-hmm. Then you're like, there'll be some days I'll through, download yeah. like 20 songs. It's like, oh, man, I now I have to scroll through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the only thing. I shouldn't say I hate Spotify. We're on Spotify. Yeah, we love you, Spotify. <laughs> we love you, mine. No, I don't hate, but just, just a, little, a little tweet. Well, mine first song was also Autumn Love, Death Cat for Q. So, Jim, go ahead again. Uh, my second song, a uh, song called Caged Up by a musician by the name of Rhetoric. He's actually uh, he uh, is he Vin t- Diesel? No, well, he t- he tours right. with uh, uh, da, 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 Logic. Uh, he was like his DJ for a while. Um, I really like his stuff. It's very um, oh, how do I describe it without saying you just roll your windows down, uh, <laughs> roll them down. Um, I don't know what that was. <laughs> it's it's got a little. <laughs> bit of old schoolish mm-hmm. uh beat to it um but it's not like crazy yeah uh, you know like fucking six nine rap or something yeah. like that it's yeah. there's actually lyrics and shit mm-hmm. he's good nice nice my second song it's by uh singer songwriter pop artist she's back robin she's been around for a while it's been around for a long time i did not listen to that song yet missing you i really like uh What's that song? Uh, Dancing on My Own. I love that song. That song gets me going. I'm in the corner watching you kiss her. Oh. Love that song. New song, Missing You, kind of has that vibe to it. It kind of has like that dance vibe to it, so I really like that. I didn't realize that Robin did like a song from like 99 or like 98 that's like 
really popular. That's what put her on the map. Oh, really? Yeah. <clears throat> I didn't know that. Yeah, but Robin, Missing You, that's my second song of the week. Nice, nice. Uh, my third song uh, It's titled 2009 by Mac Miller off his new album. Oh, you're uh, getting a lot of Mac Miller love lately. I, did, I didn't think I was going to like this album because I haven't pretty cared good. for the last couple. Is that the um, one I sent you? I was like, is this song you were talking about? And you're like, no, fuck mm-hmm. him. No. <laughs> I didn't say that. Uh, but yeah, this 2009 song kind of, it's takes him back a little bit mm-hmm. uh kind of tells i think it's kind of just about like his year of 2009 i think some sh- shit happened yada yada it's kind of it takes you back a little bit because i used to love mac miller because i was just like your typical college well i didn't go to like a fraternity or anything but i liked mac miller's music it was uh well old school hip-hop he's mm-hmm. a big tribe called quest fan and um who isn't <laughs> right uh but yeah 2009 uh if you haven't listened to it yet, I think you'd really like it. All right. I have to check it out. I have to check it out. What do you got? My so next song three? is by an indie artist. Yeah, my third song. My next song is by an indie artist by the name of Easy Life. And their song title is Frank. I'm going to play a little bit because it's... I'm going to play it real quick. It's a nice little chill fucking vibe to it. And I dig it, man. I dig it. I'm sorry that I'm such a show Sometimes I need to let it out, put it on my chest Feels I need to slow down But there's too much weight in your decisions It's affecting your condition But if we decide so don't keep the devil at bay Then you should dress down I really love the chorus And we're driving to the edge of the city lights Love it. Again, that's Easy Life. That's Frank by Easy Life. Really good song. Frank by Easy Life. Yep, uh, the cover of the album has some guy in a hoodie just smoking a joint. Awesome. Gotta love that. Gotta love it. All right, what's your fourth song of the week, Jem Stoutsy? My fourth song comes from a guy that I did not think I'd really care for. Uh, Travis Scott. I've heard it's good. Uh, heard it's good. I haven't song listened to it yet. Sicko World. Mm-hmm. Uh, or no? Why did I put? Yeah, Sicko World. Yeah. Why does my notes say Sicko Mode? Probably because <laughs> notes on iPhone sucked. Yeah. Like, fucking spell check everything. Uh, Duck you, sorry. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, Sicko World. Uh, Travis Scott really liked it. Like the beat, like the flow. I haven't got through the whole album yet, mm-hmm. but it's not. It's not too bad. I didn't think I'd care for him. I didn't care for any of his shit before, so yeah, but yeah, I like it. Nice. I like it. I like nice, it a nice, lot. Nice. I like it. I like uh, it. I like it. My next song is called "America 2 by the Midnight. Uh, Midnight's a very pop, popish kind of indie band. Uh, they got they got that pop indie vibe to it. The album cover is what drew me to this song. I wasn't even gonna listen to it until I saw the album cover. Those are usually the best ones. Yeah, and it had like it looks like a 1980s like cartoon almost not like a cartoon but a drawing that you would see like hanging up like in a house in the 1980s maybe early 90s it's a good fucking chill song again i'm all about the chill indie put the windows down yep exactly uh i'm gonna correct myself it is sicko mode off the album astro world there you go i got it i got it confused it's sicko mode 
Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I don't mean to interrupt songs of the week, but whoa, there's a preseason football game on eviction night of Big Brother. You gotta be fucking out of your gourd, CBS. That's football. Fuck the NFL. 100%. Alright, go ahead. What's your fifth and final song? Son of a bitch. My number one song. 21 Pilots, Levitate. Do they have a new song out? Yep. Ooh, I missed that. It's uh, it's kind of a shorter song, but it, and it's there's not like uh, there's uh, oh, there's a chorus to it. Mm-hmm. It's like maybe like one and a half verses, something like that. It's cool. Uh, I like what they're doing. The three songs they they've done have kind of uh, it's like story story related. Um, so they all kind of play into each other. I think all of them so far. I think if you listen to Nico's Nico and the Niners, the end beat. Mm-hmm. Uh, goes into the beginning of jumpsuit then of jumpsuit goes into the beginning of uh levitate gotcha so i like it nice 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 uh my last fifth and final song from a band called bono and friends with the songs of experience album uh, a lot of people don't really know of this song off this album it's not a single but i love it it's grow it's grown on me more and more uh landlady by U2 is my favorite. It's one of my favorite songs off the album. It's just a slow song, but it's great. The ending of this song. I'm going to play the ending for you real quick. It's the ending is what gets me every time for this song. The ending of Landlady. I wish it was longer, but it's not. I wish it was. But it's just the vibe at the end. It's great. Like it's so it flips on it. Like he kind of raps at the end. Like Not like oh. raps. But he rhymes like Bono bars, but like it's not like a rap, but it's like you'll you'll there's a little bit of a flow to it. Yeah, there's a <clears> nice <throat> there's a nice 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 flow. This part, love this part. It just flips into like a different style of a song. minute of that song is like that where he just rhymes like a bunch of shit flows very fucking smooth <clears throat> so i just realized my whole songs of the week this week are all chill they are man. flow and windows down songs you've been in a chill mode i'm actually staring at bono on the laptop right yes, now. yes you are that's a great sticker too he's looking at me um I will bono. end my songs of the week with a I, I mean i did my five but uh i'm gonna predict that next week we might have a number one you from think? a little band who just won't they just won't stop bangers i feel bangers. like i feel like two weeks ago i was saying the same thing that next week um, the 19 putting out there 1975 might have a new song for us. so what's I, it it's called like two i can't two t- did I you catch on to it though no so it's it's two time but the way they have it printed and if you read it at a certain point, it says Me Too time. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. So I think there's a little, you know. 
Oh, the way it's written on the, the poster isn't actually. It's just copy. It's just a. It's just like a flow. So a, it's. I get yeah, it. Now. It flows. I get so it. like yeah. you read it, then you're like two two time meets so they, two they split time. It. Yeah, they cut. Like I get it. I totally it's, get uh, it. Yeah, I really, uh, I really like what they've been doing, man. Because it mm-hmm. hasn't been. Here, I'll sh- yeah, I get. You probably have seen it, but like, mm-hmm. and you, tomorrow. I guess they're dropping the music video for Love If We Made It tomorrow. Oh, fuck me. I think that the, I think they are because I was on their Instagram today. But it said Spotify, so maybe it's a Spotify video for it, which oh, okay. normally that's the music video, music video too. Right, right, right. So um, I'm excited, dude. So am I, The man. 1975 drops, not only do they drop bangers, but they drop amazing music videos. Yeah. Like, I hope the story continues. So they've had a music video story that's continued from Robbers through Change of Heart to... Uh, somebody else. I would love to see it continue into this third album, Music for Cars. Mm-hmm. I would love to fucking see that again. When they put out that album, you better bet your ass we're dissecting that oh, album yeah. on that on that episode. And I think they just dropped some new merch. They did. Uh, they which did. I there's a lot of stuff. I um, <clears throat> I guess it's gonna add to my collection. I really liked. But yeah, if they give us another song next expensive, week, expensive though. It's the only thing I don't like. They have yeah. like a really, they have a really cool T-shirt that I really like, but it's like eighty bucks. Yeah, like uh, Twenty One Pilots did the same. They well, they dropped new merch for their well, he's new a, album, but yeah. it's uh, it's all like package bundles. Yeah. Well, Matt Healy's really big in the fashion stuff, mm-hmm. so like, you know, love it, man. I yeah, I, I love I it. Too. Love it. That uh, I could talk about them all day. Yeah. So when the 1975's new album, uh, Music for Cars. When that comes out, we are dissecting. We're taking a segment, maybe scrapping songs of the week, and we're just going through song by song <laughs> on music yeah, for cars. Definitely. So we heard it here first. That's you have to look forward to that to the future. We don't know when the album's coming out. Uh, rumor is October. That's what I've heard. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, last time they did this, I don't think it came out to like December or something. Hmm. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Anyway, that was songs of the week. Make sure to go follow our Spotify playlist, Offended Presents Songs of the Month, which is updated right now on Spotify. You can search for it by searching Offended. We have a lot of stuff that comes up for it. You might see the old playlist that come up for it, but make sure it's Offended Presents Songs of the Month. And if you search deep enough, there's a playlist out there with all the songs that we've ever done for Songs of the Week and Songs of the Month, all in one. That's how I keep track of everything, too. It's all there. If you can search on Spotify and you find that Easter egg, it's yours. Keep it. Follow it. I don't give a shit. Make love to it. Make love to it. Make love to it. All right. We're going to take a quick break. But first, before we do that, you're not going to know. But let's hear a quick word from Kyle Fauché, our new sponsor. Let's hear it. I'm interrupting this podcast to ask a few important questions. If you were stuck on a desert island, would you want Will Smith movies or Will Smith music? Who is the baddest villain Jason Statham has gone up against in his movie career? What are the top 10 most rewatchable TV shows of all time? Check out the Going Off Topic blog with me, Kyle Fauché, to get the answers and much, much more. You can find the website at kylefauché.blogspot.com. That's K-Y-L-E-F-O-S-H-E.blogspot.com. Make sure to subscribe so you get the new post right in your email. Also check out the social pages, going underscore off underscore topic and mostate314 on Twitter and going off topic with Kyle Fauché on Facebook. Now back to the guys with the offended podcast.
So, I just want to bring this up before we get into all the SummerSlam bull, all the SummerSlam talk. Bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> all the SummerSlam bullshit. Tricky's fired up. Got a couple things I want to talk about before we talk about the SummerSlam matches. What is the fucking point of Uber Eats if they don't deliver past ten o'clock? That's yeah. Um, I don't. Maybe it's just we live in a city that's like true. You know, it's not a lot going on. Maybe in Chicago and like L.A. and New York and other places, like maybe it's popping. But I get home last night, Wednesday night. I'm pretty lit. I can't drive. I went McDonald's. Wait, probably like thirty minutes. It got to the point where drunk Katie's like, "I'm just gonna make fries and that cheese sticks." Like she sounded like Rick. You know, that's a bad impression. Yeah. And she's twerking while she's making the food. I'm like, okay, I'm going to call Uber Eats or whatever. I'm going to cancel the meal. I go to press cancel order. I'm like, keep order or call support. I'm like, really? You got to do this shit? You can't just cancel the order and get charged mm-hmm. like $2 or something? Call Uber support. And they're like, we can't cancel the order because it's too soon. After after like an hour, then we can cancel it. I'm like, really? That's stupid. Yeah. I'm like, there's no cars around. Like, let's just cancel it now. There's nothing around. She's like, yeah, I'm, I see that, but, like, we can't do that. I'm like, why do you have a cancel option if you guys don't can't cancel the cancel. fucking order? Right. Like, I was getting pissed. I was like, I don't understand why you guys have a cancel option if, like, you can't cancel the order. So, fuck Uber Eats. So they don't deliver after 10, though? I'm, I guess if the, nobody's working, yeah. Oh. But it's like, come on, man. And I thought I was going to get charged, like, money. But luckily, here's the thing, though. I'll take back my fuck Uber Eats. They did give me five bucks okay, in credit, and they didn't charge me. Okay. But still, when I want something canceled, I think I should be able to cancel it. You yeah, know? that's a hassle. Like, yeah. why have the button? It's like, yeah. well, you have to wait, like, an hour. Like, yeah. what? If there's no cars around, you shouldn't be allowed to order. That should be, that should be like, in the yep. app. Like, there's nobody out right now. Sorry. You know. yeah, like you said, like, charge a fee. They charge a fee if you cancel the Uber when it's, like, like, it's a regular Uber car. If, like, you cancel mm-hmm. not in the right amount exactly. of time or something like yeah. that. It's like, I don't. They do this because restaurants could prepare the food order. Mm, yeah. I get that for other restaurants, but it's fucking McDonald's. Right. Like, come on, man. I've never used Uber Eats. Or, like, uh, what's the other one? Postmates? Postmates, uh, we've had issues with Postmates. I've Katie never used them. We've had issues with them. Uh, when we asked for extra sauce or whatever, we even called. We even got to the point where like Katie would call the restaurant and be like, "I want extra sauce," and they give still just like two packets. It's like that's not extra sauce. Come on, like yeah. the fuck. I like. I'm, I haven't been too impressed with Postmates. Uber Eats. It's the same. You just it's gotta just, keep a frozen pizza on in stock. I man. ate it. I ate it. <laughs> I ate it. <laughs> I did. It's just it's gone. Well, I didn't. Uh, man, I couldn't drive. I just went to McDonald's. That's all right. So I, I munched on some cheese sticks and fries. That Katie and I were supposed to split some, but she passed out, and I ate it all. So it worked out. <laughs> Lucky you. I know. And real. And also, Conor McGregor, the king, is back, baby. The fucking king. What are you gonna do? You're gonna do nothing. You're gonna do nothing. The king is back. The king is fucking back to reclaim his throne. And the Khabib, that little bitch, is gonna make fucking homeless people, homeless people who who tried so hard. Maybe you don't know who the fuck they've been through. And you're gonna fucking make them do push-ups. 
Who the fuck do you think you, you are? Stupid fucking fur hat, yeah. Yeah, you stupid fuck Khabib. I'm gonna eat him alive. I'm gonna eat him alive and send him back to Russia. Next to Putin. <laughs> and uh, so Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor likes Putin, but fuck Russia for now. So is this? This is for the title, right? This is for the light heavyweight championship. Khabib head. Yes. Khabib. Is it Khabib? Khabib. Khabib. Kabab. Bitch. Bitch. Hey Gage, if you're listening to this, Kabitch. Yeah, I'm gonna use your name on this, Cougar. Hey Gage. It's Kabitch. And I can't wait to have you on. And Jay for PWP. Jay, we have a $50 bet on this. Is he, uh, he's a, is he a McGregor he's hater? No, yeah, he's a, yeah, he called me a McGregor fuckboy. I'm like, uh-uh, I ain't having that. I can't wait until McGregor knocks this clown out. I hope so. I hope he does. Especially after this homeless people shit. I really hope he does now. That's a ballsy move. He's, he's... He's seriously the the heel in this fight now. He's oh, yeah. without a doubt the heel. <clears throat> McGregor won over. McGregor already won over people with the Mayweather fight, with how yeah. good he did in the fight. He was landing the second most punches of anybody. And then, yeah, he did some questionable shit over in Bellator, but yeah, who gives a shit? It's Bellator. Right. I can, yeah. I'll fucking shit, Bellator. Yeah. But <laughs> that's the point where people, McGregor is like, oh, you, you, you support that? <laughs> right. But it's McGregor. He's hilarious. And, like, it's all a gimmick, too. If you watch his documentary, he's, like, pretty cool. Like, he's a pretty cool dude. Oh, like, yeah. Like, he's... Well, it's just him turned up to 10. We yeah. talked about it. Like, it's him it's turned up to 10. It's, and, and it's perfect. There's a... I, for, I think it was on when he was fighting Mayweather. They followed him around during, like, a... Like, for some press conferences. I think during the Diaz fight. And after the Diaz fight, like, they showed, like, others clips of him, like, going like through like press press conferences and stuff and he's like all right time to get in the character like yep. time to turn it up and like he gets out there turns it up minute he walks off stage he's like okay that was fun that was fun it's adrenaline that's adrenaline yeah. like it's a gimmick it's all a gimmick dude can sell but that's all i know how can you hate on the guy for when he's in ireland how can you hate on him when he literally flew from ireland to new york to beat the shit out of khabib for starting shit with his best friend family we all deserve a friend like conor mcgregor so tight like yeah. fuck it i'm getting on a plane. yeah can you imagine this on the plane just like amped up well what's so funny the guy that he talked the khabib talked shit to labav or Lebo- i forget how you pronounce the guy's name he's one of mcgregor's like sparring partners he's in the notorious documentary a lot and yeah. he's super cool he's super humble like right. just smiles like the whole time like he's not a dick at all like super cool guy and Khabib and his buddies, his gang, corners him in a hotel and tells him they threaten him and, like, all this shit. Right. Fuck you. What Fuck you the expe- people backing that shit up, too. What do you expect to happen? Yeah, Khabib's a piece of shit. I hope he gets knocked the fuck out. And the he king will. reclaims his throne. I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of scared on this one. Yeah. It, it'll be interesting. Like, when was the last Khabib? time he fought? Two years ago? McGregor? In a UFC? Uh, Maybe, maybe. Let's see. Last, was it, last did he fight August was the Mayweather. The Mayweather yeah. fight. Did he fight and before he that, that year? Diaz. Was it early 2017? I thought he fought somebody else after the second Diaz. Oh, he fight. fought a uh, Alvarez. Eddie Alvarez. Yeah, won the title. He won the titles. Yep. Champ, champ, that was what the fuck he wants. What's my title? This is my old title. Eddie had no shot. No, and Eddie and I was watching the press conference again, and Eddie Alvarez is like. You're my easiest opponent. You're my yeah. easiest opponent. Like, I'm your toughest challenge. And, like, McGregor's like, you fucking out of your mind. Yeah. 
fucking idiot. And that's where Jeremy Stevens jumps in. He's like, I'm the best guy. I'm the guy you should be fighting. McGregor's like, who the fuck is that guy? Yeah. Did you see that, uh, God, God, that like, Logan Paul, Paul and Jake Paul people? You know who they are? Yeah. They've, it's yeah. like, oh, I f- I'd, I'd, I'd fight CM Punk. Oh, my God. I I wish some. I hate those fucking so kids. So do I. Logan Paul was funny on Vine, but it was like yeah. when Vine ended, he got this, like, massive fucking ego. ego and, yeah. like, because he was never, like, like that on no. the Vine stuff. He was actually looked kind of humble. And then yeah. all of a sudden when Vine ended, he, he like, moved to L.A., I guess, yeah. and, like, and all of a sudden it was just like, what the fuck is going on? He's not as bad as his brother. Yeah, Jake's his the worst. brother's a tool. They're both tools. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, they were like, yeah, I'd love uh, I've done athletics my whole life, so I think I'd be okay. It's like so vibe, but like I, I, I don't fight. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, yeah, I'd fight CM Punk. I'd like, I'd love CM Punk to knock your fucking head off. Yeah, he would eat you. <laughs> but um, Conor McGregor, Khabib, we definitely have to get Quag on the show. Maybe have Jay call in too. Yeah, Jay definitely. and I might go just go have a promo Ooh, off on each other because we got it. into it. Me and him <laughs> got into it like last week about it. Yeah. I was pissed. I'm not gonna lie, I was pissed. I was fucking pissed. And yeah, you McGregor Mark. <laughs> I can see it. That's what he did. He called me. A, he was like, "You're such a Mark." I'm like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> I was like, "I've been following McGregor before people liked Conor McGregor." Oh, like, I've been following UFC since I was 12. I don't follow it as much anymore because right. it's been <clears throat> boring. Yeah. There's, McGregor's your draw, man. Like it's like Mayweather in boxing. You, like you didn't watch boxing unless Mayweather. Honestly, was there. if you're a diehard UFC guy, you want McGregor to win this fight because you want the company to keep going. I mean, yeah. the company is still it's fine, but without McGregor, there's no fucking draw. That's why they're getting their asses handed to him by WWE. Yeah. Like, come on. Like, well, when Brock goes there, it'll be. Uh... And Brock is a draw. Like, yeah. but it's like these people who are dickheads. Who put on a character, a gimmick, they draw. You don't yeah. want to see some guy like, hey, we're going to have a good fight. Yeah. Right. Like, what, make me want to watch the fight. Yeah. McGregor makes so, me want to watch his fights. He definitely. sells the fights. Watch his promo. That's yeah. all I want. You know. Man, I want McGregor to win. And what, what I will say for this fight, McGregor's going into this fight with nothing to lose right now. He, there's nothing to lose for McGregor at no. all right now. He's set. There's nothing to lose. He just turned 30. But now Khabib has everything to lose. Khabib has his whole, his whole fucking like legacy. It mm-hmm. comes down to this. If Khabib loses, he's just another forgotten name. Yeah, like he's a forgotten name. Just another notch in the belt. Yeah. If Khabib wins, he makes a name for himself. But if right. he loses, he's forgotten. Nobody's gonna give a shit about Khabib. No. But, and I will say this too. On top of it, who the fuck is Khabib beaten that matters? If you look at his fights, he's maybe beaten. Uh, Rafael uh, RDA Rafael Dos Anjos yeah <clears throat> I don't think I'm sorry I thought Dos Anjos was a pussy for pulling out of the McGregor fight like two weeks before and that's when Diaz stepped in yeah I think he's a pussy for that um, they never really disclosed his injury which makes me fully believe that he really wasn't that injured like he could have fought mm-hmm. uh, McGregor fought with almost a torn ACL when he <laughs> beat uh uh, he was the one he almost lost, and he won like in the last ten seconds of the third round. I forget who it was. It was right before he fought Aldo. He was supposed to fight Aldo, and Aldo got hurt, and McGregor still went ahead with another fight, and won an interim championship. I forget who it was, but 
That was the closest fight for McGregor. McGregor came back and won. And I couldn't believe it. Who did he fight? But I and I forget who else that Dos Anjos or uh, Khabib beat. But there was like one other name that was like okay. But like somebody brought up, I think it was Jay brought up like Michael Johnson. I'm like, who? Like yeah. who gives a shit? Michael Johnson's lost his last like five fights. Like right. who cares? <clears throat> like the guys he's beating are not tough opponents. No. Like anybody could beat them. Like. Anybody could beat these guys he's beating, except for maybe, like, the two people I can't remember. I, for the life of me, I can't remember. The one guy he just beat was, like, a no-name who yeah. stepped in to fight him, who was a complete no-name, who would have gotten destroyed by anybody else. And it went to a fucking unanimous decision. Yeah. You can't finish a no-name? Yeah. Come on. And, like, so he's, what, 26-0, and 0, I think it is, Khabib, or 25-0? and 0? Something like that. Twenty of his fights were over in Russia. They weren't even in the UFC. Right. It's like, dude, like this guy's all hype. I don't see. I don't believe the hype. I don't believe the hype behind this guy. I don't either. McGregor has beaten big fucking big names. Yeah. Big names. I mean, Jose Aldo, a guy who was undefeated for ten fucking years, beat him in thirteen seconds yeah. with one little punch. Right. McGregor has more power than people give him credit for. McGregor went into every single fight in the UFC against Diaz, against Alvarez, Aldo. No matter who he fought, he was always considered the underdog. And true UFC fans are calling him the underdog again against Khabib. I just want to point that out there. McGregor is a pissed-off McGregor with nothing to lose. That's scary. Khabib, I think you opened up a can of worms that, like, I don't think. I don't think he can handle. I I can't wait. Like, McGregor's literally going into this fight more angry than I've ever seen him before. Like, he wants to eat him alive. And McGregor angry is scary. He will do whatever it takes yeah, to win I mean, that look fight. what he even did. You know, I wouldn't props be... to Diaz for being able to take a mm-hmm. fucking punch. That guy's a fucking wall. Mm-hmm. But if he gets those, if he's, gets those punches in on Khabib, it's like... Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think... I honestly, I would not be surprised to see a first, second round knockout by McGregor. I, you hot take finished, right now? He finishes fights. Hot he take? finishes fights. Khabib can't even finish a no name. Yeah, uh, this is my hot take. McGregor wins in the first round, second round knockout. That's my hot take. I like it. All right. Fuck Khabib. Fuck him. Your fur hat. You fur. You furby bitch. <laughs> I can, I cannot stand Khabib. Gage. Absolutely loves him. I'm dropping Cougar for this episode. I'm dropping Cougar when Gage comes back on. <laughs> Gage, I'm calling your ass out. You better come back on the show and back up your little bitch boy who makes homeless people do push-ups for money. Fuck you. And then they laugh at him. I'm, I'm heated. I'm fired up right now. Fuck Khabib. McGregor should pose as a poor person in New York. And just punch him in the face? And just knock out like 300 God. push-ups. Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him. All right. You know what it's time for. It's such a good vibration. It's such a sweet sensation. You're such a hot temptation. Jim's face. I wish this was on camera. What was that flow? It's SummerSlam! I just repeat songs every time I steal people's music and then I rhyme it. I'm gonna repeat the same stuff every set. It's time for the top 20 SummerSlam matches of all time in our opinions, respectively. Stoutsy 
First flow rider. Book it. Kickoff match. <laughs> Fuck you, flow. You know you get the main roster. Or the Horrible. main show. That guy's pathetic. He's pathetic. Uh, who wants to kick it off? Who wants to kick it off? Number 20. Who wants to kick it off? I'll kick it off for right. us. Number 20. I got... Number I actually 20. hated this match. From 1998. You hated it? Owen Hart, Ken Shamrock, Lions Den match. Ooh, that's a solid match. I just didn't like the Why'd you Lions pick it? Den. Because it's a... Uh, it's good. This it's is different. your opinion, man. It was a different match. It's not on my list. It's not even an honorable mention on mine. But I didn't really like it. It's just the submissions. It's a memorable match. Like it's because yeah. it's it was different. It was kind of yeah. crazy. But I, it was just staged weird. I am not a nugget. I'm not a nugget. Uh, yeah, that's my number twenty. Number twenty. My number twenty is probably gonna surprise people that it's this low. Kick things off. See, I do just like a WWE pay per view. You start off hot. CM Punk versus Jeff Hardy. TLC match for the World Heavyweight Championship at 2009. Okay. What a match, yeah. by the way. That's higher. That's Hardy's. Uh, high on my list. Was it Hardy's? I think that was Hardy's last match yes. in WWE. I think he won on, did a thing on SmackDown one more time. Mm-hmm. And then that was it. But Hardy was on his way out at the time. Hardy was really drugged up at the time. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually. That is. That's my number 18. Um, that, yeah, that match. But that swanton off the ladder through the announce table. Yeah, Ooh. That was nuts. Ooh. And then Taker <clears throat> coming back at the end and Chuck Slam yeah. Punk. The, the, the story, though, that was one of the realest stories told. They did not like each time. other. Mm-mm. No, not at all. Felt mm. bad. You felt bad for Jeff Hardy somewhat, yep. in a sense. Yeah, that match was nuts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, 19. What's your number nine? Number 19. My number 19. I fucking love this because he tapped out like a bitch. <laughs> Kurt Angle defeats Brock Lesnar in 2003. Oh, yeah. Lesnar did tap out. There was the... I think... Uh, that was Paul an honorable Heyman mention. helped in that one? Is that the one? No, Heyman was done. Heyman was done with... Uh, Lesnar, I think, at that time. I think. Am I getting that confused with another Brock match? Heyman uh, helped out show. Oh, no, I'm thinking I'm thinking of a different match. I'm thinking of a different match with uh, Brock. Uh, yeah, Angle gets Lesnar to tap. Yeah, fuck you, Brock. <laughs> punk. You punk bitch. Yeah, that was an honorable mention of mine. That was a okay. honorable mention. Uh, my number 19, we're going back to 2014. Got a little Lumberjack match. Mm-hmm. Seth Rollins versus Dino, Uncle Dino Ambrose. That's an honorable mention for me. That's an honorable mention. That was such a good... They just, like... Normally, like, matches like that, like, it's a slow build. Yeah, it's slow, slow build, but, man, they go at it from the start. Right from the bell kicks off, it's nonstop. A lumberjack match is one of the worst gimmick matches, and it is. they made it interesting. It is. That's just a way to get the rest of the roster on TV. Mm-hmm. But, yeah... That whole Seth Rollins Ambrose rivalry, that's one of the best rivalries yeah. of this generation. Definitely, maybe man. the best rivalry of this generation. Yeah. I think personally. Yeah, that's they. They could tell a story. I would love to see it again. But so with I, Ambrose, I'd definitely heel. love to see it again. Mm-hmm. Um, well, my number eighteen was the Jeff Hardy match. So if you wanna, okay, wanna go ahead with your eighteen. And my number eighteen is Steel Cage, nineteen ninety seven, Mankind Triple H. Oh. But at the end, he uh, rips mankind rips his shirt where there was supposed to be a heart there for dude love, but because 
he wrestled the match so hard he sweated off and there was nothing there so he looked down he's like oh fuck it and dropped the elbow from the top uh, of the cage <laughs> forgot about that match or excuse me hunter hurst helmsley yeah that's who it was those two used to have some fucking good matches yeah they did mick foley could go yep that was a great rivalry and all the way up to 99 2000 foley and triple h just beat the shit out of each other they did yeah triple h any rivalry blah, any rivalry with triple h like up until like until he tore his quad the first time was solid dude. oh yeah you wanted to see triple h get his ass kicked mm-hmm. you hated him yeah and he never really recaptured i mean he did with like michaels but it's like he never really recaptured that 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 feel of like he's the he's the game like yeah uh i mean the taker matches but yeah that's but a different it still stage is like yeah before he tore his quad dude triple h was awesome he oh, wrestled yeah. differently when he came back <clears throat> oh definitely but go ahead somebody's triggered <laughs> uh my number 17 17 little latino heat Rey Mysterio, Ooh. 2005. For the custody. Uh, for the custody of Dominic. Dominic. What a stupid fucking story, but it, what great matches I, they put on. Like, I <laughs> I was so bought into that. I remember being very bought into that story. I was too. Like uh, the, I was. The reality but like looking, of it. Looking oh, back looking on, back, it's like, oh, that's kind of, But, yeah. I mean, that was the magic of Eddie Guerrero, though, man. Uh, spoiler, that's my number 14. Okay. That ladder match. Um, on the, my favorite is the Vicky Guerrero botch in that match. She's late on the spot, like, <laughs> yeah. extremely late. And so what was supposed to happen is, like, they're on the ladder, and, like, she's supposed to come down and push the ladder off, mm-hmm. and Guerrero's supposed to fall. Well, she's, like, super late to the point where Guerrero is, like, fucking with the thing, where it's like, why is he not getting it? Like, what's going on? Then you see Mysterio's, like, fuck it. Mysterio oh, starts yeah. kicking the ladder. yeah. And Eddie just, like, hangs there for a little bit and does this really weird fall. <laughs> I don't know if it's on the network. I don't know if it's edited out. But Eddie starts punching the mat, like, really hard. Starts punching the mat. He goes, damn it, Vicky, where the fuck are you? He's screaming it. He's like, where the fuck is Vicky? I'm pissed. He was oh, man, I pissed. I forgot about that, yep. That's right. That's a, one of my favorite botches. That's one of my favorite botches. I'm pretty sure Mysterio does a crazy leg drop off the ladder or something. That whole match. He does a crazy yeah. spot somewhere. Yeah. God. Miss Eddie Guerrero. Dude. So that do guy I, dude. fucking go. So do I. That's his last SummerSlam. Unfortunately, passed away a few months later. Yep. Uh, did you say 17 yet? No. Uh, my number 17 from 1992 at Wembley Stadium. For the WWE Championship, Macho Man Randy Savage versus The Ultimate Warrior. Solid match. Uh, Savage and Warrior had... Savage gave Warrior probably his best match ever at WrestleMania... What was it? WrestleMania 7, I think it was, when he was the Macho King. It was a retirement match. Obviously, Macho Man came back out of retirement and wrestled, but... But that match was great. It was the one where Elizabeth hugs him at the end. Oh, like yeah, they reunited yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, This one, oh, fuck me. again, this one, I think Savage was just so good. He made Warrior look like a good wrestler. And again, it was a great match. Match ends in a disqualification due to like outside interference from, I think it was Mr. Perfect. But still, was a great match. I remember like seeing the VHS tape at Blockbuster like when I was a kid. It was just like, I loved that pay-per-view because I loved that how it was outside. 
like yeah. at Wembley Stadium. It's such a cool, such a cool fucking environment that time. Yeah. Like that. They need to go was. back there. They we do. Talked about they that. really do. All right, number sixteen. My number sixteen. I got Kurt Angle. I said that. Kurt Angle, Kurt Angle? <laughs> versus uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, two thousand one. Yep, that's the match. Where, honorable uh, mention for me. Is it the match? Uh, I think they just keep beating the sh- shit out of each other. Stone Cold beats the shit out of him up for a while. Regal comes down, like stops it, doesn't he? Yeah, but then I think the the match ends in a. Something happens to where Austin... It's when Austin was being heel. Yeah, he was the alliance. Angle just gets pissed. and just. Yeah. I think he starts beating the shot of Austin or something like that. I think that. that's it's all it. bloodied. Yeah, I think you're right. But it was, it was, it was cool. Just cause you got, yeah, because Angle is a disqualification. And yeah, Angle pissed. Yeah, Angle just kept going. Yeah. And Angle's outfit at the time on that match, it was like... I forget what was on like his singlet, but it was like... It came out. I remember as a kid, I was like, that's cool. Why yeah. is he, never, he never wore it again, though. <clears throat> no. Yeah, that match was awesome. Yeah. That was your number 16? See. My number 16? I, this is going to be low, I think, for you, Jim. I think it's higher up. And if it's higher up, don't spoil the number. We'll wait. Tables, ladders, and chairs. Oh, my. Oh, my. Part one. The Dudleys. The Hardys. Was it part one? Yep. And Edge and Christian, the first TLC match in the history of the WWE at SummerSlam 2000. What a, I mean, just what a match. Yeah, that's higher up on mine. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. obviously we'll talk about that more when we get to it for you. But let's go to uh, let's go to number 15. Uh, my number 15 is the Universal title match, Finn vs. Seth. Did I make it on yours? Oh, fuck. I forgot about yeah. that match. Even uh, Shit. Even with Finn getting hurt, uh, I still think it was a really good match. And it was... Oh. Uh, it's what we thought was going to be the start of the great Finn. Fuck. Until he got hurt. I remember not... like I was like, man, is he hurt or is he selling really well? I said it was that. Kind of... I was watching that with Dave and Dan and... Speaking of, shout out to Dave. He's in the new Two Chains music video. He it's is awesome. But uh, that's how you. I was feel. watching that with uh, Dave and Dan, and when that spot happened, and when you see Balor go twist his arm, go like this, yeah. I was like, I think he dislocated so his shoulder. I. And then I thought he was okay. I thought he popped it back in. Yeah. He was okay. And they're like, No, no, that's not true. And then the, I will never forget the next day. Dave texts me. He's like, You called that. Yeah. Like he totally dislocated his shoulder. Yeah. I was yeah. like, yeah, because he twists the way he twists his arm, it pops it back in. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna call an audible here. Uh, sorry, <laughs> Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose from 2014. I'm gonna kick you off the list, put you down in the honorable mentions. At number 19, it's Finn <laughs> Balor and Seth Rollins for the Universal Title. I don't know how I forgot about that match. That's yeah, a phenomenal too. Yeah, match. It was a really man. good match, especially with Finn. Cause I think he got hurt pretty early on, right? Yeah. And yeah. still was able to. I mean, he, he fought through that he, shit, man. Yeah, uh, he wrestled the next fourteen minutes, I think, with it. Yeah. What's crazy though is then, like Finn came back from injury, and they were like, "What do we do with him?" It's like, "Oh, I don't know. Maybe the same thing you were gonna do with him." I don't. I don't yeah. Know. It's like, why does he never get his shot back? Oh wait, was Lesnar the champ at the time when he came back? Yep. There you go. Because there's fifteen people waiting for this story to get over with. No shit. Yeah. Blah blah. All right, what's your fifteen? Blah. blah. Uh, my number fifteen is from 1997. Brett the Hitman Hart versus The Undertaker with special referee Shawn Michaels. Oh, fuck me. 
Did you forget about that one? Okay, I did so forget okay. about that one. That is a that is a match that I have I've watched a few times. It's a good. That's a solid match. And that then when Brett spits on H, it still grosses me out when he spits on him. You yeah. know H because they you know HBK is like you fucker. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you son of a bitch! Oh, I'm so brother. indifferent with Bret Hart. I'm I'm the same way. He puts on stellar matches. He's a great, phenomenal wrestler, but as a human being, he seems kind of like a douchebag. Do you have the match with him versus British Bulldog on your list? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. You'll find out. Okay, never mind. I'll wait then. Because <laughs> um, I don't. Because I've read something about it and I just fucking hate him. Uh, but yeah, uh, that was your that was your fifteen. Yep. That was my 15. But, yeah, that match was solid. Yeah. I remember that was when I started to really get back in the wrestling. Like, the Michaels match with Hart. I watched as a kid. I loved it. Kind of didn't really follow up on it. But then I got back into it. And then I rewatched it again, like, two years later. I was like, oh, damn. This, I love this match. Yeah, like Taker could go, too. Yeah. My uh, 14. <clears throat> My number 14, uh, have CM Punk versus John Cena Ooh. with Triple H as the special guest referee. It's an honorable mention of mine. Yeah, I remember that being one of one of the matches that started to get me back in. Because, like, 2011 was when I started getting back into wrestling. Yeah. After, because geez, it was Punk. Probably five-plus years of not really paying attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, because of, of Punk. And then, um, yeah, that match was... It's a good match. It's Cena, a solid fucking match. Cena performed. Then, oh man, what uh, what happened in that match though? With tri- oh man, Triple H try to screw over Punk. No, you thought that's what was going to happen. He didn't. He wasn't trying to at all. And Punk was like paranoid about that's it. That's right. Okay. Yeah. 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 And yeah, yeah. but and then. Big Sexy comes out and oh, that's right. Beats him up with gives him like a badass clothesline though. That clothesline <laughs> he gives him is awesome. Yeah, and I was like, dude, for a guy who can't move, like that was cool. And then fucking Alberto Del Douchebag came out and cashed in. Ugh. Oh, yep, that's right. I was so oh yeah, because then it was I like was so you pissed. called your friend Kevin Nash to come in. Yep, all right, yep. Duh. Yeah, you want to see a text message I got from my sister? thought kevin nash was dead, dead lol, LOL. <laughs> uh my number 14 was eddie guerrero Rey mysterio 05 so go right back into it Dominic. for you you're 13 uh number 13 this is one of my uh, older matches that uh is it in the same spot Since i have an older uh, match too raise it ramon uh, sean yeah. michaels that's my number match. 13 yeah. ladder match it was after the first ladder match they had yep but yep uh, michaels yeah, takes that nuts. suplex bump like onto the, like his leg hits the railing yeah, yeah. Ugh. Ugh. he gives Man. him doesn't he give him like a sweet chin music like off the ladder some i think yeah. so yeah that was but, a hell of a match yeah miles r13 that's your 13 yeah razor ramon the bad guy versus the heartbreak deep. kid sean michaels with that was when sean was getting his yeah. major push too that was like when wwe was like this is the guy yeah this is the guy it was a year after WrestleMania 10, too. It was actually 95 is when that happened. Yeah, it yep. was 90. Uh, yeah, it I have 95 written down. 94 so. was when uh, the first was the ladder match, so it actually happened a year later. Yeah. Michaels was already in the main event. or Well, he wasn't because he wrestled uh, Kevin Nash. He wrestled Diesel 
the of the ninety five year. That's right. But Bam Bam Bigelow versus LT <laughs> Lawrence Taylor was the main event of WrestleMania eleven. Was the match in ninety five the the ladder match? Was that that was for a title, wasn't it? Intercontinental title. Yeah, it's for the Intercontinental title again. It was the IC again? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, see, I couldn't remember if it was. Michaels the, won that one. Yeah, that's right. And I think, if memory serves me correctly, I think that was the last time Michaels held the Intercontinental title. Wow. And I think he was always world title after that. <laughs> Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so that was our 13. I think, uh, I think I'm right. I don't see when he came he back was IC champion. I don't think he I think he was like, he was champion, champion, the screw job happened. And then it rolled into him being injured, and then he came back. He won the world title. Won the world title got DX again. Did he? Yeah. Did he win the IC title at all when he came back? Mm-hmm. I don't remember. All right. Well, what's your number twelve? Uh, my number twelve is CM Punk versus Brock Lesnar. I think in thirteen. I think this is the match I was thinking about where Punk had it won a couple times, and Heyman stepped in, like broke up a few counts, all that yep. shit. Yeah, Heyman stepped in, broke up a few counts. The referee was down. Punk had it won like several times. Yeah, remember people were like, "Lesnar's going to eat him alive." Like it's not going to be like realistic well, he did at the all. First fucking fifteen minutes of the match, but then Punk started beating the shit out yeah. of him. He wasn't holding back no. on any of the chair shots, the kendo shots. No. Punk was like giving it to that fucking GTS was like, oof. Yeah, dude, Punk looked like he gets him good with that yeah. GTS, bro. All right, that was your third. That was your twelve. Mm-hmm. My number twelve is from uh, nineteen ninety one. Mr. Perfect versus Brett the Hitman Hart. What year did you say? 1991. Oh, I thought you said 2001. I was like, from 2001. <laughs> I was like, what? But Mr. Perfect, Brett the Hitman Hart, 1991, the iconic sharpshooter where he just keeps pulling back. I was like, good God, man. You look like you're killing Mr. Perfect. Is that on your list? I don't think I've watched that match. That's a phenomenal match. I don't think I've watched it. It's a great match. A lot of people... Um, a lot of people have that way higher. Uh, I was looking at lists today of like mm-hmm. best SummerSlam matches. That's up there for like a lot of people. Yeah, but uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I, sorry, I never watched that match. I was still swimming around in my dad's nutsacks in '91. <laughs> so, oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, you were. I was yeah. born. And I don't think I've ever like just. Well, I mean, you only would have been what one. I two wasn't years even old. one yet. Yeah, I still haven't. I mean, with the network now, I can go back and watch everything. Yeah, nine ninety nine. Number 11. Number 11 for me. John Cena versus Seth Rollins, 2015. Is that your number 11? No. Is it lower? It's my number That's 10. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, well, we about it. But do you want to talk about it now or do you want to wait? We can. You want, you want to wait? You want we, can, to wait? we can wait one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll wait. Okay. Because, yeah, we'll kick off the top 10 that way. Yeah. Well, for me, anyways. My number 11 is from the SummerSlam kickoff show in 2017, which should have been on the main show, and I'm still putting this on there because it deserves to be on there. The New Day versus the Usos yep. for the tag titles. Yep. Should Was it SmackDown or was it Raw? They it would have been SmackDown. It was SmackDown. It was yep, SmackDown. SmackDown. For the SmackDown tag titles. <clears throat> I mean, like, how is that not on your... Sh- that should kick off the fucking pay-per-view. Yeah, it should have. That's on my... It's higher up on my list. I remember Dave and I were watching it, and we were just sitting there just like, how is this not on the fucking card? Yeah, I, like, s- I remember starting that uh, pay-per-view late, and you texted me and been like, dude, you gotta watch this. I cannot believe it's on the, the kickoff. And I was like, holy fuck, why yeah. is this... 
kicking on the kickoff yeah. show. And that was the match of the night. That was yep. the best match of the night was New Day versus the Usos. They yep. tore the fucking house down that yep. night. That crowd was fucking hot yep. after that match. And then the crowd remained hot until probably the second or third match when they're like, what the fuck? That SummerSlam was one of the weirdest booked SummerSlams ever. It was like we had four hours. We didn't know what to do. The fucking women's match should have been on. I'm sorry. The SmackDown title for the women's championship should have been on the kickoff show. That match was horrible. I did not. It was like Natalia versus Naomi. Uh, yeah, oh, that was bad. And I think it was Alexa versus Sasha, which that bombed too. Yeah. And it's just like they had so many matches in a row on that year until when Finn was the demon. It was Finn versus Bray. Mm-hmm. That got the crowd kind of back into it. And then the next match was the bar and mini shield that's right and that's like the rest of the pay-per-view was like okay but still was that the fatal four-way paper the fatal five-way pay-per-view fatal four-way it was a fatal four-way but then when naka didn't beat gender the crowd was just i think the crowd had enough the crowd was like are you fucking fucking kidding kidding me me? yeah Yeah. they built that up too they built that up like naka was gonna win Mm mm-hmm yeah, Naka should have won. At least, if you want to give the title back to Jinder, give it back to Jinder. Like, right. Like, Naka should have won on that match. That was stupid. Um, but we're going into number 10? Yeah, well, let's just get into the uh, um, Cena Rollins then. All right. All right, let's get into Cena Rollins. Number 10, Seth Rollins, John Cena, 2015. U.S. For, title on the line. U.S. title. World Heavyweight title on the line. <sighs> what a match. It really was. What number was this for you? Uh, this was my number eleven, and your number ten. So when Seth came out as the White Power Ranger, yeah. basically, yeah, that was awesome. And honestly, I love the finish. I love when John Stewart came out and hit Cena with the chair. I so loved it. I. I loved it, and the so way he I. ran out so awkwardly, I love it. Yeah, good old John Stewart, dude. Even like the next night, he even like cut a pretty good promo. He's like, we're sick of you, Cena. Like, yeah, like I love it. I love it. Uh, yeah. Oh man, I almost forgot about the white super, uh, the white Power Ranger. I love the Power Ranger gimmick he has. Yeah, me too. Some well, not the gimmick he has, but whenever like he little like the little outfit. Yeah, he really wore it like twice. Yeah. Uh, Mania, right? No, it was SummerSlam and against Sting. That's right. I thought he had one at Mania. He came out as the. Uh, like Game of Thrones thing this past uh, year. Ah, there we go. There we go. And then he came out in like that gold, like burn it down outfit. Uh, burn it down. Cockpit, cockpit, cockpit. But that was like, I want to say that was like the first time that we saw Rollins do a frog splash in a match. Might have been. And he has a sick frog splash. If it wasn't, that's when he started using it like regularly. Yeah. But that match is great. And when you see yeah. Rollins holding up both <clears throat> titles. Like, yeah. Love it. Love the it. champ champ. Champ champ does <laughs> who the fuck he wants. Uh, so that was my 11 year 10. So yep. we'll get into my 10. Uh, I got The Rock versus Triple H 1998. Ladder match for the Intercontinental Championship. Great match. Hell of a great match. match. Great Hell match. of a match. I think that was soon, not too much after Rock went into the whole nation domination thing, right? That was no. That's towards the end of the nation domination. Towards the end. That's yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. 
I think that may have been around the time when Rock took over the nation. Okay, that, okay, it's one of those either when he got in or when he like I, started taking over somewhat. Yeah, it, that had. I to, think it is because I remember it being that had like, to be. That's after he took over. He was already the leader at that point because it was. You fast forward a couple months and you won the WWE championship right here in St. Louis. Oh, that was there Survivor Series. Witness thing, the great ones, first title one, suck at JCD. <laughs> Uh, he loves him. I know he does. I think oh, he no. secretly does. So do I. I think he does. He's one of those fans where he thinks it's cool to hate. Yeah. Yeah. Typical fucking Typical. yonkers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking yank. Uh, my number nine, from 2011, the World Heavyweight Championship match in a street fight. Or maybe it was No Holds Barred. No Holds Barred. One more match. My boy, Christian, against Randy Orton. That's my number eight. That's your number eight? Okay, maybe. Well, you know what? We'll flip it back. We'll flip it back. We'll wait till number eight to talk about it. What's your number nine? Uh, I got Sasha vs. Charlotte, 2016. Forgot about that match. There was a couple <laughs> spots that were... <laughs> Forgot about that match. I remember, there was a couple spots in that match were a little botchy. Mm-hmm. But I think that's because they were... Like, that whole match, they were trying to set the bar for, like, an intense... Yeah. Women's match. And, yeah, there was a couple of botches, and that's going to happen when you try to go that hard. Yeah. Uh, but I thought the match was great overall. I think it somewhat kind of helped start those intense yeah. main, event, main event type women's matches. Yeah, definitely. It totally did. It totally yeah. did. Um, now to flip it back on number eight, since we're moving on to number eight now, you had Christian versus Randy Orton. Yeah. That's one of the best stories of 2011. Easily. Uh, Christian... Getting, like, the screwy, like, world champion run for a little bit, mm-hmm. which I liked, though. I hated when he lost to Orton, the, like, the SmackDown after the pay-per-view. I hated it. Yeah. But just, like, how Christian explained, he's like, hey, I won. Like, I don't care. Like, I don't care how yeah. long the reign is. I'm. It's now under my belt that I'm a WWE world <clears throat> champion. Like He talked with Orton about that match on their pod, the ENC pod. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think they pushed that all the way till Survivor Series. I thought it was SummerSlam is where it that ends. Yeah, it was I think it's to, SummerSlam where it was it supposed ends. to end at some point, and Christian and Randy were like, "No, like this needs to like this need. There's more to this. Needs to keep going on yeah. and on." And that's an example there of how Vince kind of probably didn't understand. It's like, hey, you can drag these. Like you don't have like yeah, you can add some more chapters. Do the slow burn. The yeah. yeah. Um, which I guess, if you say that, then I guess you could say the same for Nakamura and AJ Styles. Like I guess, because in the end we got a we had a great feud, like yeah. Styles Naka. Some right. people say like it was lackluster, it was like underwhelming, but I actually really enjoyed the Nakamura Styles feud a so lot. It like, ended up being pretty well. And the their last match was their best match, and it Don't was great. Work. It was great. It wasn't nowhere near as good as their Wrestle Kingdom match, but it was still great. Right. Right, right, right. And never know. You might see him go at it again. But, yeah. uh, yeah, that no-holds-barred match. The RKO onto the steel step. Yeah. When Orton does that, I was like, oh, my back. Yeah. Ugh. 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 Poor Christian. Not really. He's a dick. <laughs> oh, Pulse Package, brother. They're oh, going to yeah, fucking brother. listen one day, and they're yeah. going to come oh, at us. brother. Yeah. Pulse Package is going to put you in there, brother. And uh, Flip Sunset is going to come in, brother. Yeah. Oh, we fell off ladders and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my number eight, speaking of Edge and Christian, my number eight, Hell in a Cell from 2008. 
Edge versus The Undertaker for the World Heavyweight. No, I don't think there was a title on the line, was it? Uh, I think there was. I don't think it was. I think it was just like, a, I want to kill you, like, because Undertaker kills him in the end, but well, Edge comes back to life. It's very high up on my so, list. Because this is the one ending to a match, like, I still, like, I'm just kind of like, I rub my head on, because it's like, Taker throws him, like, through the ring, lights him on fire. He's basically, like, dead. Now... Why? <laughs> Why do that on somebody like Edge? Like, just yeah. choke slam him through the ring and just leave it at that. Leave it, yeah. Because now it's like, okay, so you killed him. <clears throat> oh, Edge is is Edge a zombie now? Like, right? Is he the brute again? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, that was that was a little too much. But the match is great. A hell of a match. Yeah, those two could fucking go. When did they, they had Mania? great chemistry together? They had great chemistry. When together. did they wrestle at Mania? Uh, WrestleMania 24 was that main event. It may have been the same year. So I think so too. Um, let me think. I think it was because I think they're the only wrestlers to like main event, a Mania, SummerSlam, and oh, I think there's one more pay per view where they like main evented in the same year. Or it might have just been those two. But I, I think you're right. I think it two. was 2008. I think it was just those two. Yeah. I can't remember if it was that year. I want to Are you say sure it wasn't was. for the title? I'm almost positive it wasn't for the title. I'm I'm gonna think you're wrong. I'm gonna bet you a quarter. A quarter. <laughs> I bet you a quarter Canadian that you're wrong. You remember that? Remember that? Remember that? I bet you a quarter Canadian that you're wrong. So when Christian bets Jericho and the Trish Lita love story. But you're a quarter Canadian. You're on. Yep, you are right. I know. I know. Fuck you. Fuck you. Stupid asshole. Alright. Was that the same year though? Was WrestleMania twenty four and 08? Um, I believe so. It had to have been. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It, it was. was. Yeah. Because that was the next year after the Benoit scandal. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. You right. Okay, cool. Got that under control. All right, so yeah, Undertaker, Edge, number eight. That's my number eight. Uh, now we go to your seven? My seven. Uh, my seven we already talked about a little bit was the uh, TLC match. Uh, I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. it, it speaks for itself. Yeah, yeah. Who Edge and Christian won that, right? Let's see. Yeah, okay. I don't know why I was like drawing a blank, but I'm like, wait, Edge and Christian I remember being won, mad like, they won. I was like, why the fuck are these fuckers? I was mad they won at WrestleMania. Same. I was like, dude, that's a third fucking ladder match win. God damn it. I was mad dude. whenever they won. I liked that they won at WrestleMania 2000. I hated when they won after that because they were great heels. True. Like, you wanted the Hardys to win, like, really bad. Um, my number uh, was it seven. Mm-hmm. My number seven is the ladder match from 1988. We talked about it already. Uh, Triple H and The Rock. Uh, just what a it was a fucking brawl. It was a fight, man. Yeah. They Triple H with the coolest like fucking like like tights he ever like wore like the long tights like the, the red one like no, black and purple. Red. Oh yeah, 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 purple, purple. Yeah. And like there was just like. They beat the shit out of each other in that match, man. There wasn't, like, a ladder match where, like, you do, like, flips and, like, cool shit no. off a ladder. It was, like, they used the ladder as a weapon, a weapon the whole fucking time and just had, like, a stellar match. Is that when China interfered? Correct? Yes. Gave yeah. a low blow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That motherfucker. That motherfucker. 
Um, but a great match, great match. Oh, yeah. Love that. I love that whole that whole angle between Nation and DX was great. Oh, yeah. Dude, I love those SummerSlams. I love the pay-per-views back then in general, but it's the SummerSlam I remember because, like, there's no big ramp. There's, yeah. It's just, like, a big Survivor Series sign, and then they just walk out of, like... Have you seen the promo? The fucking, like, the hype video for that year, for 98? It was, like, one of the few times that WWE used, like, an actual song as the theme song for, like, a pay-per-view at that time. It was a flow rider. It was ACDC. Oh. Highway the Hell. And it hyped up Stone Cold and The Undertaker. Oh, yeah. That is one of my all-time favorite, like, promo videos ever. It was just so badass. No. Like, we're getting you hyped. They even, like, on Raw, they're like, this is a special video from, and we got it. Like, ACDC, Highway to Hell, hope you enjoy. I remember they said that, and they cut into it, and it was like, damn. Yeah. Like, I'm fucking hyped now. No, I want to go watch. did a great job. No, I want to go watch SummerSlam. Yeah, yeah me too. <clears throat> All right, that was my seven. Uh, so my six, uh, we already went over it. Uso New Day, kickoff match. Oh, wow. That's high. Uh, high up there, man. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's a phenomenal just, match. It did not get the respect it deserved. No, it does not. Does it does not from the company? Yeah, to not put them up like that. Mm-hmm. Idiots! All right. Stupid uh, idiots! What's your six? Uh, my number six is a steel cage match for the WWE Championship from 1994. Brothers fighting each other: Bret Hart versus Owen Hart, steel cage for the WWE title. But to many, this is number one on people's lists. Like, I saw that. It's great fucking match, stellar match, stellar match. The reason why it's not. Higher up on mine. There's other matches that I grew up watching more yeah. than that match. Uh, that's the only reason why that's not higher. Otherwise, this is a phenomenal match. That's it's, why it's, it's not, a must watch. That's why it's not on my list because it's a match I've seen, but mm-hmm. I didn't like. It's a must watch. Yeah, I watch it, but it's not something that I like. Their really... match from WrestleMania 10 from earlier that year yeah. is. It's one of the greatest wrestling. I mean, yeah. it was on my top. 34 matches yeah. of WrestleMania last or the, earlier this year. Yeah, that, that's high up there for me. I think I, that, that may have been in my top five, top ten. I, I think, think it was. was. So, yeah, that's a, they're great. They just had the chemistry, and why not? They're brothers. Like, yeah. Just like Undertaker and Kane. Chemistry. Yeah. <laughs> I think Undertaker's going to be, like, vice mayor. That would be fucking hilarious. My Is running mate. Vice mayor. Me, Mark Calloway. <laughs> Uh, the dead man. Uh, all right, so that was your number six. Yeah, let's get it. Here we go. Top five. We're in it. Top five. We're there. We're almost there. We're almost there. We're 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 so close. You can feel it. You can taste the finish line. Can I? Can I go? You done? Yeah, I was just hyping up. Okay. Fucking audience. Jesus Christ! You fucking piece of shit. <laughs> uh, my number five. The beginning of Suplex City. Lesnar versus Cena, 2014. Wow, that's high for you. That's an honorable mention for me. Because I remember being happy that John Cena got the shit kicked out of him. Yeah, and dude, those German <laughs> suplexes, I was just like, oh my god, yeah. dude. Like, you're getting the fucking shit kicked out of you. And yep. those, like, the way he was landing mm-hmm. was just like... It was cringe-worthy sometimes. I'm like, dude, you're landing really awkwardly. Like, how, well, you're, how are you well, not breaking him, your neck? He's a big fucking box. He doesn't know how to... Except yeah. now, dude. You see the new picture of Cena? Dude, he's he, cut, man. Yeah, he, he looks... All the veins coming out of his yeah, fucking he's arms. Shredded, he's roided man. out right now. Love it. Love it. 
Uh, but yeah, that's my number five. Suplex. Suplex City. My number five is a gem from 2016. Because he's going to beat up AJ. He's going to beat up John Cena. He's going to beat up John Cena. That's my number four. Uh, my number five. John Cena versus AJ Styles. A flat earther. AJ Styles, you know, he's here. He's phenomenal. There's phenomenal. Uh, we can wait. We, let's wait to talk about it, all right? Let's wait to talk about it. So you're number four, okay? How about that? I'll go again. Do you just want me to go again for my four, then? Or do you want to wait? Or do you want to talk about it now? It's up let's to you. Let's talk about it now. All right, let's talk four. about it now. You know, it was a phenomenal match, okay? So it was a totally phenomenal yeah. match. Uh, AJ cleanly beats John Cena. But it showed that John Cena can go. Yeah, it did. Wasn't the first time that showed John Cena can go though? No, uh, honestly, I think there was another match Cena had at a Summers, the Rollins one. There's like another there's a, there's one. a bunch. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Duh, yeah. Uh, duh. Fucking. But even when he wrestled Kevin Owens, it was like yeah. he could go. Yeah. Like Cena ended up becoming. It was so weird. To it's so weird to me. Cena became a great wrestler later on like yeah. it was almost like he was motivated like he had something to prove like <laughs> well whoever told him to do the springboard stunner that was the worst fucking idea when he the first time he did it i was like whoa oh, okay. yeah. yeah and then he did it again i was like oh stop that uh, yeah it does. Stop uh, that. you're missing a little bit yeah big box yeah, when he did it, the it was easy to do on rusev because rusev's a big dude then when he did it to yeah. like, does he try to do it on Styles in this I match? I think maybe I don't I don't know. I think he might have dropped it before then, but it was like being at an amusement park, like watching or like playing a video game where like you're like boing boom, <laughs> and you like spring backwards. It's like what in the fuck? Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, dude, that match it's phenomenal. No yeah. pun intended. It's a phenomenal, phenomenal yeah. fucking match. And AJ held his own on the mic with John Cena during that. Gonna uh, beat up a- God damn, I keep uh, saying gonna beat up AJ Styles. Uh, gonna beat, beat up John, John Cena. With I loved, the, it. I loved it that. Gallows and Anderson with yeah. him too. Nerds. What are we gonna do? We're gonna beat up John Cena. Sad note, uh, somebody asked him, uh, when's the club gonna help out uh, Styles when he's getting beaten down by a smudge? I was like, the club in WWE's dead. It's no more. We're on our own. I'm talking sad. like Styles now. That's sad. I know. Put them together, dang it. And I hope they just say that to, like, hide it. And then uh, when Omega and the Bucks come come around, it's like everybody's together. It's like that's what that's that's what needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Book it. I agree. All right, what's your, uh, what's your number four? Well, that was your number four. That was my four. So what's your four? My number four is the Punk versus the Beast. CM Punk versus Brock Lesnar, 2013. 2013 arguably is one of my all-time favorite pay-per-views that WWE's ever produced. SummerSlam? Yeah, this in general. Yeah. The 2013 SummerSlam is amazing. I actually even bought it, like, before the network came out. I was like, I'm going to make sure I get, the like, 2013. So good. There's so many matches on there that are just solid. Yeah, there's that one match on there. uh, uh, It'll come to me later. Um, but yeah, no, that pay-per-view was fucking, yeah, I think like 2013 was around where I really started getting back Yeah, <clears throat> into it because of CM Punk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but that was when Punk was kind of like on his way out though. Yeah. But that Punk-Lesnar match, man, that was unexpected. I was, was like, ass whoopings. Yeah. 
Both sides. Yeah. I remember when fucking... I remember cringing so hard when Lesnar laid, like, the cover of the announce table over Punk and jumped on him. I was like, you fucker. Like, yeah, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Mania. I mean, I was really hoping Punk would win that match, too. Yeah. But they did a good job of making Punk look really strong. That's my yeah. one thing I will, like, disagree with Punk on. I know, like, I agree with him. I'm like, yeah, he loses them what he needs to get. He, like, lost so many part-timers at these big events. He's like, what happens now? I get that. I'm on Punk's side about that. This is the one match I'm not on Punk's side on because Punk looked fucking strong yeah. against Lesnar in this match. Anyway, top three. Here we go. What's your number three, motherfucker? Uh, my number three, you already took in. But, uh, Undertaker versus Edge. Hell in a cell. Wow. I, mean, I feel like I'm going to take another one from you at number three, probably in the top two. Yeah, you probably are. John Cena versus Daniel Bryan. The WWE Championship 2013. That's my number two. That's your number two. I think we have the same number one. So uh, that's your number two. Let's talk about it then. That's your, your number two, my number three. Yeah. Uh, you go ahead. Right? Uh, honestly, this is what this match, Daniel Bryan was already over as fuck. This is the match that solidified how over Daniel Bryan was. This is the match yeah. that single handedly secured daniel bryan as a hall of famer in mm-hmm. my eyes like what a match just what a match what a fucking this is the best story wwe has told in probably the last 10 years altogether once yeah. it's all complete like this is this is by far the best story from start to finish i'd love to see him go again i would love it too I'd i would like love to, to see i would love Cena to bryan. see him bring the like bella reality to it too mm-hmm love to see that. Can you now, though? Or maybe you can just by saying, like, I'm still married to my Bella. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, might make Daniel Bryan look heelish, but I'm not Bryan came off kind of heelish during the build for this, but that's but yeah. he was telling the truth, though. Exactly. He's that's like, I'm a professional. Like, like, he'd you- be telling the truth. Yeah. He's like, I'm a professional wrestler. What are you, Cena? You're just an entertainer. You can't go with me. Right. That was the whole build. It was a great build. Yeah. And, like, remember when, like, he dressed up, like, in a suit and he were going to cut, and Vince was like, we're going to cut his hair. And, yeah. like, he's like, but no, you're not. But like, no, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> like, all that. That whole build was great. Like, yeah. and, like, the he wore the shirt ripping on Cena, like, say yes to the beard. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The beard is here or whatever beard, it was. Yep. That was great. That's that match Man. in general. That that's the first time we saw that flying knee, and Cena oh, sells that. Yeah, the sell from Cena on that was incredible. When Cena just flies back. Yeah, and not to mention Cena was wrestling injured during that match. Was he? Yeah, his memory. He oh, it's fucked up tricep. His, yeah, fucked up. No, I think it was his elbow. Uh, I he thought was, it was his tricep. He was that wearing like a whole like sleeve. That's he, right. He fucked it up like two weeks prior. He's like, I'm still going through with the match. Yeah. Ugh. And that. then the classic, my my thing. This is my that's my second all time favorite Money in the Bank cashin. Orton cashing in. What a dick, Randall. I wanted. I actually wanted as much as I love Brian. I wanted it to happen. Oh, he I'm needed like, it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Because the, the storytelling is so much better. Yeah, definitely needed to happen. Uh, Clodius and I were watching that whole pay per view, and I remember Clodius leaving my house saying that's the best pay per view he's ever watched. Like, from wow. start to finish. like Well, Dan's it, opinion doesn't fucking matter. So. 
I have to agree. That was one of the one of the best pay per views WWE has ever put on from start to finish. And in my opinion, that's the best SummerSlam in the history of SummerSlam. Is it fair to say that John Cena is could possibly be one of the top performers at SummerSlam? Mr. SummerSlam. I was thinking that. I think it's him or Bret Hart. Honestly, I was going through a lot of. I'm like, man. I- getting a lot of Cena in here and they're not all world title matches either honestly you can put Cena Bret Hart and Seth Rollins into that conversation who's Mr. SummerSlam what about Lesnar Uh, I don't think so either Uh, (sighs) so that was your number three that was my number three that was your number number two so my number two Wembley Stadium, 1992, the British Bulldog versus Brett the Hitman Hart, and arguably what is considered probably one of the greatest pops of all time by a crowd when Bulldog beats him. Like, that pop. We're, we're going to get to your hot take here. I want to hear your hot take. I want to hear what you heard. But just the Intercontinental title main eventing the SummerSlam, like, over yeah. the title, over the world title is... Who Great. had the world title match that year? It was, it was actually, that was my number was that 17. The, that was Savage in the Ultimate Savage Warrior. Or, okay. Yeah. But they didn't feel like a disqualification was great like to end the show on, so they let the hometown boy, the British Bulldog, go out That's awesome. on top, and the crowd, that popped. And when it happens, you don't expect it, because it was just like a, he flips over, and Bulldog just sits down and covers his legs, mm-hmm. and he can't kick out. Yeah. And, like, that's one of the best finishes to a match ever because you don't you don't see it coming. That was a pretty intense story they told, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm for not that, gonna. I don't know too much about it, but for was, that time, yeah, because they, uh, uh, Bret Hart's sister is married to the British. That's Bulldog. right. Okay, so yeah. I, was it was that a known thing though? Because did, did they British Bulldog run with? They weren't married at the time. The Hart they Foundation though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So it was like, built it, off later. That. Later. Well, no. Or was it he joined the Hart people? Foundation like later? Later. So yeah. there was okay. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't I'm really known that much. I think they intertwined it into the story because she was sitting front row. Oh, okay. And she comes into the ring afterwards and hugs all, both of them, and they celebrate in the ring. Fireworks going off. Nice. It's a cool, wow. nice little storybook ending. But okay, I want to hear this because why do you not like this match? I don't like the match. It's how uh, I don't like uh, it just put another bad taste in my mouth with Bret Hart. Because he's made claims that British Bulldog was wrestling under a lot of drugs then, and that he, and Bret Hart says he pretty much carried him through the typical Bret Hart shit, where he's like, I carried him through that match, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And people are like, I was reading it, and people were just saying, there's no way that Bulldog was under, could have been under anything with mm-hmm. how great the match was i haven't seen the match so i don't know i don't think he was but i know bulldog was a really bad abuser okay but but to say like it was just that's my i I haven't seen the match yet i'm sure the match is phenomenal but Mm -hmm. for bret hart like he comes out and says these things all the time like years after match like you ever seen the ending like the pop like the whole, I'm sure I've seen like the, I'm sure I've seen mm-hmm. a video of the pop, but I've never seen the whole match. But just for like Bret Hart to come out and like say that shit, it's like why? Yeah, why do you have to discredit a guy, even if he was yeah. a little bit messed? Like, um, you, I, yeah, I see Bret do that a lot. There's two wrestlers I see. Bret used to do it with one of them, but now Bret I think smartened up and doesn't do it with one. I see there's two wrestlers where Bret will not do it with anymore. Where he would like I carried him through the match because Bret always talks about how good he was and mm-hmm. like. 
Buster is Buster was Buster ever will be. That's just Brett actually being oh, Brett. Yeah. Like, that's real. And there's only two wrestlers where he's like, I didn't carry him. It was just a good match up and down. Shawn Michaels, because now he respects Shawn, because right. Shawn put him in his place, basically, yeah. which he did. Yeah. Shawn and Vince both put Brett. Right. He made made him a little more humble. And Stone Cold Steve Austin is yeah. the other one. Those are the only two wrestlers that I've ever heard that Bret Hart say he did not carry through like the match. Because yeah. I've heard him do that, too. And it rubs me the wrong way on Bret Hart. It really does, yeah. And I mean, I think I'm just still fired up about when he brought up Rollins, like a this year, a couple years ago, about how he isn't safe, isn't a safe worker. Yeah, I don't, think he, I don't think he meant it. I think he just he spoke his yeah. words wrong. But it was just like, dude, you can't like when Sting was even like Sting was like, I'm honored to share a ring with Seth Rollins because he's probably the best wrestler of this generation. Yeah, like, it's like things happen. Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah, I because I saw that match on a lot of lists when I was doing research, mm-hmm. and then uh, one of the sites had something on there about how Bret Hart was like, yeah, I pretty much, I, that was my match. And it's like, dude, like, why do you gotta? Yeah. Especially if that used to be someone that was like your friend too. Cause they wrestled up in Calgary together, right? Wasn't Bulldog part of the, the Stu Hart dungeon? I think so. I want to say yes. Maybe not I, the beginning, but like, maybe, I think he, I don't even know. So I don't know. I think he wrestled someone there, but it's like, dude, come on, man. Yeah. Just like, you're gonna lose so much respect before you. Yeah, something happens to you, dude. Like, just, I agree. Just appreciate good wrestling. I agree. Don't I agree. be a dick. Yeah, don't like the only be person. Humble. Like, if you're gonna call somebody out for being unsafe, sit down. Say Ryback. Be humble. Yeah. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> like, I don't know. What Speaking to of Ryback, that new advertisement for his oh, like God. weight loss thing is fucking hilarious. <sighs> fucking hilarious. Before we get into number one. Uh, you're probably wondering where the fan we commented on it. That was on our weekly wrestling wrap up. We the we uh talked about all your guys' picks on a weekly wrestling wrap up. You can find that on Periscope by searching Offended Pod. Right. Go to our Twitter, Offended Pod, Twitter. and it's on right there too. Watch it. And we talk about your picks. Uh, before we get into number one, also I have my honorable mentions. Do you have any honorable mentions you want to bring up? Uh, nothing I didn't mention before. Um, we got Kurt Angle, Stone Cold. Uh, I got Kevin Owens versus Cesaro from 2015. Oh, fuck yeah. Phenomenal. Maybe one of the most underrated matches yeah. ever in WWE. They put on a fucking classic, and the crowd's just dead. So oh. I forget what came on before that match, but the match right before them was amazing. It may have been Cena Rollins. Probably. It may have been Cena Rollins, which that makes sense. No way. Yeah, it may have been. May have been Cena Rollins. In 16? 15. 2015. No. Yeah. There wasn't. Yeah. That would have been Cena Rollins. Rollins cashed in at WrestleMania 31. It's 2015. But that had to have been the main event. No. Main event was also also an honorable mention of mine. The Undertaker versus Brock Lesnar. Uh-huh. When yep, Undertaker did right. the ha 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 ha. Yep. You're right. Love Not that. Um, honorable mention. Uh Keep going with my honorable mentions. Triple Threat, The Rock, Triple H, Kurt Angle, 2000. Yeah. Uh, Fatal 4-Way, Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, Samoa Joe, Braun Strowman, 2017. Fatal 4-Way. Uh, Ultimate Warrior versus Rick Rude for the WWE Championship in a steel cage match at 1990 SummerSlam. And from 1988, two out of three falls match for the WWE Tag Team Titles, the Hart Foundation versus Demolition. That was a great oh, match. Oh, shit. Great match. That happened? Yeah. Wow. 
That was a great match. I'll have to check that one out. And that's the one time I remember watching Bret Hart's documentary where he's just talking about his match. He's like, I remember more people walking away talking about my match with, you know, with with Jim versus the demolition more than the main event with Hulk in it. So whatever. Like you could say that a little bit more humble, Brett. But yeah, that's true. That's, yeah. that match was great. <laughs> like we get it, Brett. All right, number one. I think we both have number one. I think we both have the same number one. Shane McMahon test in a Greenwich Street fight. No, it was the Uh-oh. cat. As cat versus Terry Reynolds when they're both wearing thongs wrestling each other <sighs> in two thousand. Mm-hmm. Okay, two thousand two. Shawn Michaels unsanctioned street fight. Shawn Michaels versus the game. Shawn Michaels Triple H. first match back four years? Four or five? Four. I think it's four. Four. It's four years. 2002, four. It's four years. Yep. Four years. Four years. And puts on a fucking clinic like it never been before. Yeah. It was just... The storytelling in that match is honestly probably one of my all-time favorite Shawn Michaels matches, aside from the Iron Man match. Like, yep. I think that's number two. I think I actually I made like a list of Shawn Michaels matches, my favorites, and that was my number two. Dude, this match and the behind-the-scenes footage of like Triple H talking about it, where he was like, "You know, I'll take, you know, I'll, I got it. No, it's my job to kind of take care of him out there." It was you, and Hunter, he, and he literally was like. And then he goes, oh, fucking Sean's going, and fucking uh, he carried the fucking match. Yeah, you know, he's yeah. like, fucking oh, shit. Yeah, I forgot about that, yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, he started going. I was like, shit. Shit. I guess I got I to gotta pick it up. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, fun fact, that's actually Shawn Michaels' second match wrestled from retiring. He wrestled a match on the indie circuit, like, in early God, 2001. Such a fucking mark. Oh, I, like, learned about it last year. I had no <laughs> idea. And With who? I forget who it was. Uh, he wrestled like a street fight. He's wearing like jeans. What and, indie like, circuit? I don't know. But this is when he was like really drugged out and he just wanted to see if he can go. He doesn't take a lot of bumps in that match. Oh, okay. But this match, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, I remember I remember where I was perfectly. Me, my two friends, Justin and Mikey, and Frankie. It was us three. We're sitting there watching it. And like Shawn's like, all like bruised up and Triple yep. H is like I'm gonna get to the bottom I'm gonna figure out who it was and they're like they zoom in and he's like it was you Hunter and that iconic Triple H smart ass smile of like you're damn right it was, was me it? yep oh shit yep I remember my jaw dropped I was 11 at the time my jaw dropped I'm like oh my god are they gonna have a match and me and like my friends are like Sean can't have a match his back's fucked up he can't right. have a match and then he's like it's like, I think I'll be ready to go by SummerSlam. I'm like, no shit. No fucking yeah. shit. My, I was like, my favorite is back. Oh, dude, I'm getting goosebumps. Like, was that the same it. promo? I'm getting the same, goosebumps. My hair's standing up. The same uh, story that he, like, flung himself out of the wheelchair? No, that was, was that after. Different? That was towards Elimination Chamber. Was that him and Hunter, though? Yeah. Okay, okay I'm thinking that's Because that was also one of my favorites. That was after when... Because after the match, Hunter hits him with the sledgehammer. That's right. In the back. That's right. Because everybody thought... That was supposed to be a one and done. Michaels was only yeah. supposed to do that one match. And Michaels like, I feel good. Like, let's it's keep like, going. Hmm, give me the elimination chamber next. And then, that, that, yeah. Oh, that match was... He did the splash off the fucking ladder, the fucking entrance. Everything was just fucking perfect. And then it was supposed to be a B done 
hold the title for a month and be done, and yeah. Michael's supposed to be done again. Mm-hmm. So when he had a promo with Jericho, like, I think maybe a week or two later, there was a promo. That was supposed to be Michael's farewell. That was supposed to be, like, the ending of Shawn Michaels. And then he came backstage, and apparently it was on, like, a I think the Shawn Michaels documentary where, like, Vince is like, can you feel that? Did you feel that? Did you see that? The energy you guys just brought in? Talked Michaels into doing a match with Jericho at Mania. And then Michaels like, I'm just back. I'm back. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm doing this. Yeah. Oh, God. But Shawn Michaels, Triple H, the fucking ladder spot when he jumps off the... Or no, it was off the top rope through the fucking table. Yeah. Oh, man. This match is amazing. Just sailed. It's amazing. It's one of the greatest wrestling matches of all time. The finish can like i wasn't expecting that as the finish though Mm-mm. the so old love, that's uh, my top two picks there's the unexpected finish yeah i don't even know what to call that pin it was he like rolled over and like held his legs didn't he like yeah yeah i forget what that one's called but it was like um, a roll up it was a leverage yeah, it was pin, like a lever- yeah yeah but i remember that and i was like because i remember he won and i was like what on that what no he no way my favorite is when he goes thank god and then yeah. he points up and then kisses Earl Hebner. yeah yeah he kisses her <laughs> and then you see triple h i was like oh my god sean i remember just i remember looking at my tv and go sean <laughs> like triple h just hits him with the fucking sledge yeah. i'm like i've never yelled at my tv for a wrestling match ever <laughs> i'm happy yell. look out yeah, to, yes <laughs> i've never done that before i'm like sean no <laughs> I was fully invested. It's Sean, I know man. Exactly it's what you're my saying. favorite fucking wrestler. I was so invested in that story and that like that, that angle. I remember yeah. my. Fr- I remember when I said my friends like it's fake. You know that, right? I'm like, I know. But Shut like, up. Shut the fuck up. It's like his back's hurt now again. Now I'm not going to see him wrestle for a while. You stupid asshole. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know. Shut up. Shut up. Just shut the fuck up. It's like I used to yell when Undertaker God. would like have somebody backstage like get out of here behind you. Man, when he came out. And just stood there for a second. You just see his silhouette while the fireworks are like the pyro is like yeah. shooting off. And then he steps forward and the fucking confetti. This is one of the greatest entrances of all time. Yeah. Love that. The prodigal son has returned. And that's our SummerSlam top 20 matches in SummerSlam history. What? What match this year do you think will be on your list next year? Probably Styles and Joe. Styles and Joe or uh, good pick. Ziggler Rollins. Another good pick. <laughs> good pick. Drew Gulak and Cedric Alexander. <laughs> uh, I just hope the pay per view is good, man. Think that's all I want. I just want an entertaining pay per view. I think the Ronda match might be. Could be. I'm going out on a limb. It's a hot take, but I think that match might be incredible. If they can recreate Roman versus Brock from WrestleMania 31, then you're going to have a great match. But True. they do Mania again, it's going to be a shitty match. Yeah. True. I forgot that was a match for a second. <laughs> uh, that's one of them. I think another one. You know what? Actually, it's duh. not even going to be a SummerSlam match. Yes, it is. Daniel Bryan and The Miz. Duh. Oh, fuck. Duh. Yeah. Duh. True. Uh, you know what? I'm going to just... I'm making the rule now. Uh, any match that happens at TakeOver this week at 
over SummerSlam weekend, I am going to consider a SummerSlam match, and Gargano and Ciampa will be one. So, yeah, it will be. But um, Can I do that? Can I be a rule? I just sure. made it. I was thinking about maybe doing our next sure. week's podcast since we had the predictions of SummerSlam next week. Okay. Because well, SummerSlam is next... Two weeks. Oh, no, no. Am I wrong? Was it next week? Did I count that wrong? Uh, carry the two stars. <laughs> <Carry> <laughs> Uh, so the twenty sixth. Yeah. So next week will be the prediction show. No, it won't. yeah, well, yeah, no, it won't. yeah, well, yeah. Eh, it could be. Yeah, the sixteenth will be. Yeah, seventeenth will be the prediction show. When's the pay per view? The nineteenth. Oh, is it the nineteenth? Yeah, I thought it was the twenty sixth for a reason. All right, cool. So well, that will be our prediction show. I was thinking about doing like a top ten like NXT Brooklyn matches, but there's only been three, so. We could do like a top five. Let's do a top five. We'll do, do that too. We'll like do that. a top five. We'll do a top five at NXT Brooklyn next week on the show, as long along with our SummerSlam predictions. All right, um, it's time for the one, two, three finish. Do you want to go? or You want me to go? You can go. All right, my one, two, three finish. I don't know if I said this last week. I can't remember. Ready Player One's a phenomenal movie. Like, great movie. Okay. Like, you should go watch the movie. I want to read the book, too. So good. So fucking good. Uh, my number two, uh, shout out to Anything But Credible, Happy 100. Happy 100 to them. And my third and final, um, The King is back. Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor's Conor McGregor back. is back. Conor McGregor is back, man. Conor McGregor is back, and I can't wait for him to fucking knock out that stupid bitch, Khabib. It's going to be great. Khabib, I can't yeah. wait. Yeah? I can't fucking wait. So Conor McGregor does what he wants when he wants, and I can't fucking wait and see him getting knocked the fuck Oh, God damn it. I would impersonate a Russian, but I'm afraid I'd get, like, shot through the window. <laughs> it's very good, yes. It's very good. This Conor, yeah. Conor's a bitch. He talks a lot and throws dollies, the buses that we're in. Yeah, Jay sucks, so. Mix like a fuck door! I don't know even what that means. Oh, that's, that's uh, Jay sucks. My... <laughs> My one, two, three, finish. Uh, one. Also, shout out the Offended Podcast for their hundredth episode. We're catching up to you. You said Offended Podcast. Fuck me, damn it, shit. <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> Stay humble. I almost feel like I said it. in my head. I'm pretty sure like offended but credible podcast went across my fucking shout out to offended ticket. podcast 100. <laughs> the uh, ABC podcast. I don't oh. think but credible. I got I got another one. I got a, an extra, maybe a false finish for a third. Do you have a foot on the rope? Yeah, I got a. Foot you on got the a rope. foot on the rope. I got a foot on the rope for the third. Uh, uh, shout out Keith Lee, debuted yeah. NXT. Debut. He looks good. Hopefully, he grows on me. I just I didn't I'm, I don't know much about him. Yeah, I just wasn't overly he's impressed. So he's right. good. Uh, hope so. Uh, yes. So started over. <laughs> number one. Uh, shout out to the Anything But Credible podcast for their hundredth <laughs> episode. I owe you guys some beers. Uh, to count. Um, shout out Ronda Rousey for just every week. Impressing me. Yeah. Fuck Every yeah. Week. Every Fuck week yeah. since before Mania. Uh, am I three count? 
This is an Earl Ebner three count. I have these every week. This <laughs> is an Earl Hebner three count. Uh, one, <laughs> two, three. Shawn Michaels has won. They just rings the bell. Uh, St. Louis Blues third jerseys will not be a failure. Okay, I trust you. I'm putting my trust in you. I hope. Did you see they shot down the the color rush the, jerseys? <laughs> there is somebody. The one jerseys we were like. God, please don't let these be it. And then the Blues retweeted the jerseys. It goes, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna pass on these ones. <laughs> Did you see the ones they retweeted today? Like the Color Rush jerseys, and they're like, "What's your thoughts on this?" Because it was actually fucking dope. Oh, I got some. Oh, I have to show you that, brother. Oh, brother. I have to show uh, that. Yeah, that's my three count. So one, one, two, three. That's Ring the bell. Oh my God! God, the match is over. Okay. So you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at OffendedPod. Follow us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash OffendedPod. Buy our t-shirt at www.prowrestlingtees.com slash Offended-Podcast. Hockey Talk's coming back soon. Follow our Offended playlist at Offended Presents Songs of the Month. Uh, we're on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts. Our brand new weekly wrestling wrap-up on Periscope, which is shared on Twitter all the time. Make sure you watch that, listen to that. It's on every Thursday around 6 o'clock Central, 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, you can follow me, Tricky, on Twitter at Trick1042 and Instagram at Trick1042. Stoutsy, where can we follow you at on uh, the uh, uh, twatter? I'm on Twitter at J underscore Stout9, and I'm also on Instagram, uh, Stout090. I got to change that. You guys change that? Yeah. It's a <laughs> shitty fucking Instagram. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, for Stoutsy, I'm Tricky. This has been Offended, presented by PWP Nation. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening.